Hi, this is Steve Horan with Community Health Solutions. Welcome to the Elevation Podcast, where we talk about creating community innovation. Today, we'll be talking with Terry Lane from our own team here at Community Health Solutions. Terry will share 20 years of experience, lessons learned, insights, and ideas for positive leadership and positive teamwork. So in the Elevation podcast, we talk about creating community innovation, and we're really fortunate at Community Health Solutions because we get to work with all kinds of excellent leaders from the field who are innovating all the time. One thing I always remember, though, is one of the best leaders is right down the hall, and she's been down the hall from me for over 20 years now, and that's Terry Lane. Terry is our operations manager and also a senior consultant at Community Health Solutions. Uh, She brings more than 20 plus years of professional experience to our projects. She has distinctive expertise in a number of different areas, quality improvement, integrated care, patient-centered medical home, knowledge management, innovation support, collaboration support, and leadership development. Terry is trained in quality. She completed IHI's Breakthrough Series College. And she's also an NCQA patient center medical home certified content expert. She has a master's degree from James Madison University. Uh, she also has a master's degree in life. And uh, we're going we're gonna to explore what she's learned over a professional lifetime of doing this work in this podcast today. So welcome, Terry. It's great to be here with you. Thank you, Steve. Thank you for having me. So, Terry, today we want to talk about lessons learned. I'm going to ask you some questions about what you've learned from your years of experience supporting all kinds of projects, especially supporting teams engaged in quality improvement, patient-centered medical home development, and all kinds of innovation at the organizational and community level to help people improve um, access to care, quality of care, the reach of care at the community level. So let's just start with your experience by way of background. Tell us about your experience in supporting teams from your days going back as a healthcare administrator through 20 plus years with Community Health Solutions. Um, As you mentioned, I started my career in um, health administration. Actually, I started as a speech language pathologist in rehab. And I think most, some of the most important lessons I learned uh, were from my experiences as a member of the rehab team. Um, you know, when you're together with OTs, PTs, social workers. Um, So that experience kind of set the stage for my work as an administrator. And I spent a number of years at an academic medical center that had a specialty rehab program called Cancer Rehab and Continuing Care. And it was an oncology program at heart, but it really was a collaboration amongst disciplines and inter professional practice, if you will. Um, And it was, you know, its vision was the four C's to be comprehensive, coordinated, continuous, and caring. And the way that kind of played out was comprehensive was everyone was a member of the team, the OTs, the PTs, speech, social work, chaplains, uh, unit clerks, Um, the families, the patients. Um, It was coordinated because the focus was, you know, oncology patients go through inpatient experience, outpatient experience, and home-based care. And 
it was kind of ahead of its time in terms of care coordination, care management. Um, and it was continuous. So patients were care managed either through the completion of a curative treatment for their cancer diagnosis, or they were transitioned into palliative care or hospice. And the team saw patients through that continuum to the end of their life. So it really was a great experience in uh, collaboration and teamwork. Um, and, and the biggest part was the caring component. Back then they called it caring and now it's called patient-centeredness. Yeah. You know, all of the teamwork was based on the individualized needs of the patients and the families. And, and the patients were instrumental in establishing what their care plan looked like, what success looked like. So we've got some new names. We've got patient-centered medical home. We've got integrated care. We've got interprofessional collaboration. All of those names are describing something that's been around for a while and something that you lived early in your career, yeah. which is this fundamental wrapping around of individuals um, across the professions. And I think, I think that shows, you know, when I've watched you work with teams over the years through Community Health Solutions, you've got, you've got that fundamental experience uh, that still holds today. Uh, it, it's still important today. So let's look into that in a little bit more depth. You know, we use a phrase in elevation called positive teamwork. And you really got to have a positive team environment in order to first and foremost, do what's right for that client or that patient, but also to innovate. Uh, and be responsive to changing needs, right? So if you had the experience here at CHS of observing and supporting literally hundreds of team members engaged in the hard work of innovation and change, what are some key traits of those team members who make a positive difference, especially in challenging circumstances like we've just been through with the pandemic? Yeah. Um as you mentioned, I've, I've had the just the great fortune of spending the last 20 plus years just um, with some incredible teams and leaders um, at community health centers and community-based organizations um, focused on patient-centered medical home or other focused collaboratives. And so the, the teams that we've observed you know, I would say that humility is probably the, the, the team member trait that I always admire the most because it really takes somebody who's humble to listen to other folks, to know when they don't know, you know, to ask good questions, seek to find answers. Um, but it is the sense of humility um, that really makes a good team member. Um, other teams that I've seen be very successful are ones that focus on good communication, mm -hmm. uh, both listening, but also sharing and encouraging everyone on the team to share, um, seeking input intentionally, being intentional of seeking um, input, not only from the folks who always raise their hand, but from the folks who tend to step back a little bit and uh, are more quiet observers, mm -hmm. you know? So the teams that are most successful really do try to engage everybody on the team. Um, and I would say teams that celebrate the small wins together, you know, 
even if it's just making it to the end of a really difficult week or a difficult uh, assessment, it's the teams that really share each other's joys and sorrows um, that, you know, stick out to me as being the ones that make it over the long haul. Um, And the ones that are kind to each other, you know, it's, it's sounds simple, but just the team teams that show kindness and concern and thoughtfulness and respect, you know, mutual respect, regardless of status. Um, uh, One case that I I can think of is um, when I, one of the teams that I work with, there was a physician team member that just insisted that the front desk clerk participate in all of the care management conferences because it was the front desk clerk that really was the front line to talking to the patients, talking to the families, talking to the team members who might be stressed out. Um, But it, you know, it really was just that physician's kindness and thoughtfulness about the role someone plays regardless of their status. So those are kind of some of the positive, you know, team characteristics that I could think of. Yeah. You know, those, those make so much sense. I, I think those are the classics, right? The Eternals, they've always been there. But especially right now, where arguably many organizations have never been under more stress. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, we can easily lose a natural inclination towards humility or towards kindness under stress. And to actually be mindful about those things as you're talking about really is key. It is a a key to success. And there's actually a significant amount of research that's proving that now. Um, So those intuitions that you have from all those years of experience, Terry, um, those, those are playing out in very important ways. And uh, the smarter organizations are seeing that. And, you know, it's not necessarily an easy thing to, quote, teach someone to be kind. No. But it is an easy thing to talk about the importance of kindness and invite people to kind of step up to that vision. Yeah. And, and I think what we've seen over the pandemic is the teams that just took a step back. And, you know, the huddle's important to talk about uh, patient care needs, but to take a few minutes at the beginning of the huddle, just to check in and take a pulse of each other. You know, how's everybody doing? Um, It was the teams that did that intentionally that we have seen survive and thrive through the pandemic um, and have incorporated um, that emotional intelligence. Yeah. in their day-to-day work as, as a cohesive unit. Does that make sense? It does. And, you, and actually you make an excellent point. Uh, and maybe that emotional intelligence has never been more important in teamwork than, than yeah. it is today. Uh, something to focus on. So we're talking about teamwork, right? And teamwork works best and a supportive environment and a supportive environment is created in part by positive leadership. So let's shift that lens now from positive teamwork to positive leadership. What are some key traits from team leaders that you've seen? Uh, And here I'm talking about leaders who are able to bring people together and facilitate positive change, even during tough times. Yeah. Um, I would say I have always admired 
leaders who lift others up, the servant leaders. And, and we've all met them. Um, they help grow people. They take care of their people. They make sure that folks are trained well. Um, they empower them to make decisions without having to check in. They, they don't micromanage. They really do empower people uh, to learn and grow, even if that means moving on mm -hmm. to another job. Uh, the, the true positive leader um, just really tries to cultivate leaders in others. Um, and, it, and it's through that cultivation that the team members will reach out to others and do the same thing to help new people acclimate, orient. Um, you know, Kuzis and Posner, they, they have the five practices of exemplary leadership and um, model the way, right. inspire a shared vision, challenge the process, enable others to act, encourage the heart. All of those kind of give us opportunities to raise others up so that they can be their best self. Mm -hmm. And again, even if that means you're cultivating and growing young folks to move on to their next position, it really will make community health and the health of our communities so much better um, if we practice the positive leadership. And, um, you know, positive leaders, they make coming to work feel uh, enjoyable. And I say the word joy because there's been that whole emphasis on joy and practice. But positive leadership motivates folks to come to work because they enjoy it. They are motivated to work with their team members. They are motivated to work towards the mission and the vision. Um, and so I think that, you know, that's always been something that I have really admired with some of the folks we've worked with, their team members come to work and they love it. And um, just capturing that and bottling it would just be so great, wouldn't it? And just being able to share it with others. It would. And, um, you know, as, as you were speaking, I was thinking about the, re the research behind this. And one of the interesting things about the research that we see is, especially for younger professionals, over time, the values of the workplace and the culture of the workplace are rising, rising, rising. And in many cases, more than the money, more than the compensation. People wanna feel good about the values of the organization and they wanna feel positive about the culture. And that has very practical implications for recruitment and retention. Yeah. And the whole reputation of the organization within the community or whatever realm it hires from Right. To be a place where people like to come to work yeah. and, and really believe in the values. That's a powerful thing. Uh, in some cases, more powerful than the money you can offer. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, it's just, again, just modeling the way. Positive leaders say please and thank you and I'm sorry or how can I help? Um, it really is um, setting the tone so that everyone on the team is looking out for each other. Mm -hmm. you know, well, so said. well said. So Terry, we've talked about your experience. We've talked about positive teamwork. We've talked about positive leadership. And 
you know, you have named promising practice after promising practice and what really works. Um, so let's try and sum that up. When you reflect on what you've learned from your experience, you're really focusing on a lot of things they don't typically teach us in school. If I were a young professional just starting out, say in the health and human service field, what kind of guidance or advice would you offer to a young professional like me who is about to join a new team? Well, that's a great question. Um, and I think about it a lot. Um, you know, Maya Angelou famously stated, people will forget what you said. People will forget what you did, but they will never forget how you made them feel. So my advice to young folks would really be focus on your growth and development in the areas of emotional intelligence, mm -hmm. um, self-awareness, self-regulation, your personal motivations, um, uh, becoming more empathetic, empathy in general, um, just your social skills. You know, if you're someone who doesn't feel comfortable with conflict resolution, learn more about simple ways to just tackle conflict resolution head on because good team members and positive leaders, they don't avoid confrontation. They do it with kindness and they do it with intention. And uh, it's really a skill that you, if you don't have it, you can develop it. Um, and again, just the simple things like listening, giving feedback, conflict resolution. Um, and to do that, the, the second thing I would recommend is commit to lifelong learning about being a good team member and being a positive leader um, and just self-improvement. Even if it's, you know, commit to five to 15 minutes a day of just listening to a podcast or reading a reflection or just being mindful. Um, I, those are two things, you know, if I had to keep it simple uh, for young folks, because so many times people think leadership is authority or power, but leadership is more than that. Leadership is really um, bringing together folks from very different backgrounds and encouraging and leading them to collaborate, cooperate, negotiate, just so that there are positive outcomes in the workplace. You spend so much time at work. It's so important to learn these skills because the other skills you can, you know, you can learn as you go and you learn, you know, intuitively through every work experience you have. But these softer skills, you really have to work at them. And it's a lifelong journey. Terry Lane, you've just given us a masterclass in positive teamwork and positive leadership in about 15 or 20 minutes here. Uh, can't thank you enough and appreciate everything that you've done for Community Health Solutions and the hundreds of people you've helped over the years. Um, your wisdom resonates. And yeah, well, my it. gratitude goes to all those folks that we have worked with over the years because they are the teachers. We are the learners, uh, whether they're at a community health center or if they're at a community-based organization, a free clinic, a hospital or health system. We are so fortunate to just really learn every day what positive leaders and positive teams look like. We talk about that all the time, don't we? 
We our do. clients are our best teachers. They are. And that's a perfect note to end on. Yeah. Well, thank thanks, you, Terry Lane. And thanks everyone for listening to the Elevation podcast. We're all about creating community innovation. And today we've learned about the power of teamwork, positive teamwork and positive leadership for creating an environment where people can thrive and innovation can happen. And we're really focused on innovation on behalf of the folks you're serving out there in the community. So thanks for listening. And we look forward to seeing you in the next episode.